Hello, and welcome to Daily Dose of Serotonin. I am your host, Sarah Pringle, and I will be bringing you an episode every single week on all things mental health. I believe that mental health should be the number one priority because if we're not feeling okay, then we can't see how beautiful the world really is. I bring stories, lessons, and magical guests on to help bring out that very special spark that I know you have deep down. This show is produced by my favorite people over at Next Level University, the inspiration behind it all. So join me for your dose of serotonin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daily Dose of Serotonin. Today is just me, myself, and I. I have not done a solo episode in quite a while, and I'm really excited to do one today because I feel feel like you guys don't really know a whole lot of backstory into my journey of mental health, and I want to share a little bit of that with you guys today. So today, I really want to talk and dive into anxiety but not from a space of clinical anxiety and chemically what's happening in the body to cause that or diagnosis or anything. I want to talk about a few of the main causes that have been struggles for me with anxiety and keep me like stuck in my bed, freaking out. So a couple of the things I want to talk about today is comparison, both internally and externally, because I know that as like, especially with social media right now, we all hear about um, comparing on social media and seeing these models and ads. And now they're shifting into having bodies that look a little less edited and super skinny and all of that. But there's still a lot of that comparison that goes on. And we also know that a lot of it's fake too, and we can't trust that. Um, There's so many filters and we think we need to look a certain way. So I think there's been a lot of talk on that. And if not, really take a look at your life and see where you're comparing to someone else who's at a different point in their journey. But one thing that I wanted to bring to the table today was that internal comparison, that often doesn't get talked about. So think about a time in your life where you were really happy. um, If you can think of one, a time in your life where you liked your weight, maybe not necessarily at that time, but now looking back, you think you liked that weight, or if you were in shape, or maybe the foods you were eating, you were proud of yourself, or maybe you were meditating every day, maybe you were reading every day, maybe you were in university, maybe you were on a sports team, maybe it was a job that you were working at, Um, maybe you were teaching or contributing, maybe you were volunteering. Think of a time where you were proud of yourself. And do you compare your current self to that other version? Because when we're stuck in the past, um, that can be really depressing, but also I find for me causes a lot of anxiety. So I've heard some people say, if you think about the past, 
Um, that leads to depression. If you think about the future, that leads to anxiety. But I get really anxious when I think about how I used to be. And then I feel that there's this disconnect from what my standards were and how they've shifted when I still feel like I have the same standards. I'm just not living up to them. So think about how much you might do that and where that shows up in your life. And then in retrospect, Think about some goals that you gave up on or you realize weren't aligned or too hard or dropping out of school and shifting into something else or spend money on a course and changing, renting out a place or, or moving somewhere. So something that maybe cost money um, and that you didn't do. So there's kind of that in-between where it like wasn't a past thing, but now it was like a future goal that got left behind is another thing that we can compare to to be like, oh, like where I was there. And then I suddenly, it's like, I went through a yoga phase where instead of just doing 10 minutes of yoga every day, I kind of got obsessed. So I used to do yoga regularly and I loved it. And then it got like, I wanted the nicest yoga mat and I wanted to be a yoga teacher and I wanted to learn everything about yoga and all of that. And I got obsessed and then I disliked it and I didn't do any yoga. And so then I felt guilty that I kind of left that door open. Um, So that would be an example. And it's this comparison to that version of a person who follows through the yoga teacher, Sarah, who doesn't exist um, is something I compare to. And that makes me anxious because I feel like I'm misaligned. I don't really know what I want. And then there's the third where it's like a goal you've set and you intend to complete, but then the self belief starts to dwindle and that doubt kicks in and, or it's not quite going to plan because of unforeseen factors or because your mental health is getting in the way and you are trying to take care of you and the goal is not supporting your mental health. So for example, I've told everyone that I am doing a half marathon and then I was running, doing really well. I did something to my knee and I tried to run again and I limped the whole way. And I was like, "Uh Oh, like, what did I just do? And then I took one day, led to two days to three days off and four days. And then I got a flu and then I couldn't even get out of bed. And so I haven't gone for a run in a really long time. And I'm stressing because this is a goal I still intend to complete and everything. And it's getting closer to the deadline. And there's a version of Sarah that crosses that finish line. And then there's the health that got in the way to support that. And so that makes me really anxious. And it seems, you know, I I have to give myself grace because I think of that. And I, I talk to myself in that negative way of like, this is, you have bigger fish to fry. Like, don't flip out about this, Sarah, but it's something that still really stresses me out. Um, because it's more of an identity thing. And one book that I really loved was The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. It's actually one of my favorite books. And he talks in there about how much we feel this safety, but it's a a fake safety to attach things to ourselves to create some sort of identity. And it's when we do this, that as soon as something disrupts one of those pieces of what we have, our so-called identity is when we have like a crisis and we feel misaligned. And so setting a goal and having a version of yourself that does this one thing, and then something comes in the way 
um, of course you're going to feel disrupted and like, you can't say, oh, it's something small, but it's, it's a huge piece of you and you just feel this void of something. And so say you wanted to have a house by a certain time, or you still want to have a house by a certain time and things just don't look like they're working out. You didn't save quite as much as you want. You're comparing yourself to a version of you that you believe you can attain and then, or you believe you should attain is the other thing too, because you might think you have the self-belief and be like, yeah, I can do that thing. I can do anything I, I uh, put my mind to. But then when you really start doing the steps, you realize how much harder it is. The doubt kicks in. You still can do it, but then you start to question like, I should do this, but maybe I made decisions along the way that's going to make this take longer. And maybe I won't get it by this deadline. So comparing to who you want to be right now and who you want to be in the future, all of those lead to an overwhelming amount of anxiety. And the something I'd like to add to this to kind of put a question in your mind, uh, an idea, because I can't tell you to just stop stressing about it because I stress about it. And everyone has a different thing that clicks in their head that works for them to feel slightly more comfortable or okay with being uncomfortable and with the uncertainty and with not being exactly who they want to be. Because most people want to have a certain body type and certain hair type and certain people in their life and certain amount of money and all of these things. And rarely is there a 10 out of 10 and all the box checks off. So a couple of things that helped me to realize, or just an idea, I'm more when someone shares some wild off-base philosophical thing, it makes me feel a little bit better. Like, oh my God, we don't have the answers and I'm doing okay. So this destination idea that the destination does not for the destination. So what I mean is, is running the half marathon is not to have completed a half marathon. So when you realize like, what are you doing, what you're doing for some people, it's to complete the half marathon. Um, Another thing might be like buying a house, for example, is something Is it the house that you want or is it the trajectory you want to put yourself on so that you stay on this path and, for example, now buy a house? So when I did running, um, like when I've ran in the past and I didn't have a goal, I didn't run consistently. And again, I'm not really running consistently, but I've stayed on longer than I ever have because of this goal I've set to run the half marathon. And it's this weird balance between is life for the journey or the destination? Well, obviously at the end of your life, we die. So can't really be the destination unless you look at it as my, my life is to, is to live a certain way to become this amazing person when I die, but still what about all those moments in between? So if say you die at 95, um, as this perfect version of you that you've created, you still have all those days in between that we got to make awesome. And so I find that the destination will plan out how awesome your journey really is. And it will get you to say for the run example, I will, I ran 
on days that I never would have run before. I would have made an excuse. I would have stopped running and I had beautiful runs. It created a beautiful day, helped my brain because I was exercising. And I know that I need exercise to keep myself okay inside. And looking at that important piece. And when you realize how much we're so focused on the goal and not having the goal, but when you even just work towards a goal and don't achieve it, you are better off and become a better version of you than if you never had that goal. So if you set your whole life, like say you said something where you wanted to have a PhD in neuroscience and you worked, your life would look a lot different than if you said that you're just, or that you say your goal with something small or something, you didn't even set a goal at all. And you're just winging it at life. And while intuition can guide you and you can show up at places, if you have a goal to just have as much fun as possible, sometimes fun cannot be an indicator because it can lead us down a path for like, oh, at all expenses, you know, have fun. And sometimes moral goes away. So when you have that goal to be a PhD, have a PhD, you're going to value studying and learning. And, you know, you might not go out and drink as much to the point where you feel badly, where you do things you regret, or you're in a constant state of stress or money, maybe you'll save a little bit more. And so there is no right or wrong here. And I'm not trying to convert into this way of thinking. But when I realized and took the pressure off of having the thing, the house, the marathon, the, the job, whatever it is, and looked at it as choose a destination not to compare to and feel guilty for not completing it and set your standards so high that you constantly feel like you're in the state of not enoughness, set the goal so that you embark on something that will guide you and you feel a little less all over the place. Because too, when I have a goal, I feel like they're guardrails. And when I don't set anything, that puts me into more overwhelm and anxiety. But find out how you are, because I am really curious. There are some people that just wake up and their day, they just, they're in such flow. And I require a decent amount of structure. I keep wanting to be this wild hippie that lives in a van and just runs around, but I need some sort of a core to hold me together. Otherwise I would end up in Antarctica, like petting, like penguins or something wild. And that's one thing to really look at. Like, who are you? How much structure do you need? And what are you? And then again, think of this. Are you comparing to people that are really structured thinking you need to be as well? We compare constantly to be able to find a baseline, to feel this safeness, to create an identity that we can't fulfill. And then everyone feels anxious and overwhelmed. And I know there's other reasons for anxiety for sure. But in this episode, I just wanted to talk a little bit on that. I know I didn't go a whole lot into who I am, but you've heard a little pieces of the thoughts that I have around when I'm anxious and when it comes to comparison. So I'll, I'll share another episode on what else makes me feel this uncertainty. One thing really quick is, you know, when someone has like 
and you ask them like, how do you take their coffee? And they're like two creams and one sugar or like just sugar or black, or they want like some cappuccino milk thing with like sprinkly stuff flying out the top of it. I used to be that person where like, I wanted, I wanted to be that person that had her coffee one way and everyone at the shop knew her. And, and I felt like associate with my way I have my coffee, but I love it black. Sometimes I like cappuccinos. I love latte. Actually, I hate lattes. That was a lie. Um, there's too much milk. And then sometimes straight espresso, or I love coffee with like a whole bunch of cream in it. And it changes a lot. And that bothered me because again, that identity, I want to be the girl who only wore certain types of clothing, but I'll like be colorful. And then I just wear black. So don't compare to this idea, this false version of you. Don't compare to the past version of you. Don't compare to other people. Don't compare to the future version of you. Um, or at least when you do be mindful that you're doing it and just be aware of it and see if it's serving you. See if it's serving you. If you have a business that you want to grow and you need to to judge where you're at with other people, or if you're in a competition, you have to compare to your components, components, um, to the other people <laughs> competing with you, your competitors. Um, then there's a place, but just, just want to open your eyes to where you're comparing and where it might be causing some stress and anxiety because it is not fun to have your whole life a constant state of this overwhelm. And sometimes I think it feeds itself. And there are days that feed days that I am literally so far underneath the water that I am literally like, how am I ever going to get out of this? And it's really, really sad. Again, with this podcast, I overthink one thing and I compare to other people's and I, I compare to what I wanted it to be at a certain point or what I, the, the purpose. And I'm like, am I, am I putting out that purpose? And it becomes something that is no longer healthy. And yet this podcast is something that means a lot because I get a chance to connect with all of you. So hopefully I added an idea into your heart and let me know what you think. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope that if you feel stressed out that um, we can take a breath together and know that everyone sees the same moon when it's out at night. So we're all connected under the same sky. So you are safe and you are okay. And I've got you. And I hope you reach out because I'd love to meet you. Have a beautiful time. Be magical and we will talk soon. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Daily Dose of Serotonin. If this episode made you smile or helped you in any way, please share it with someone who needs to hear how special they are. Thank you again to the amazing community at Next Level University who made this dream happen. And most importantly, if you need an ear or someone to listen or smile, please, please reach out. I would love to connect, send you virtual hugs and positive vibes. You can find my info to connect in the show notes. Keep being awesome.